I'm late. I'm late. Very, very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, sucky daters? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. And I just want to be the first to apologize on both of our behalfs for getting this episode out a little later than we usually do. Oh my gosh, I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> Hopefully it's somebody important at least. No, but it was some random New Jersey number. It's probably Anyways, somebody who we... wants to extend your car warranty. Those oh my gosh. bastards. I get so upset with those guys whenever they call. I yell back at them. So predatory. Anyway. Have you ever fought uh, yeah, have you so... ever uh, fell for one? I fell for a cruise line one time. Somebody no, called me I've never fallen for one. And said that this was a couple of years ago. This is when I was, I mean, still very naive, but I got a phone call and it said, you want a prize for a cruise line? I said, okay. And then they were going through what I won. I said, okay, what do I have to do? And they were like, well, we just need a credit card on file. And I said, never mind, No, thank you. But for a good two minutes, I was like, I think I'm about to go on a cruise. <laughs> so you didn't really fall for it though, which is good. Thank God. Anywho, continue your story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why are, so our, our episode's coming out a little bit late. Just wanted to apologize for that. The reason being, we were uh, out celebrating our friend Ben, who is obviously getting married to Jess, and we just couldn't record last week. And so this is kind of the earliest time we're able to do that. Um, yeah. And that's right? about it. Was yeah, it we, we were down in Cabo for Ben Higgins' bachelor party. We had a beautiful villa down there. It was my first time down there. Uh, it's awesome, obviously. That is that the dumbest thing I've ever said? Cabo is awesome. <laughs> it's Cabo's like water's awesome. wet. I will. Uh, I, will I, I, I don't know. I feel weird talking about Ben's bachelor party. Like, are we? Sh- should we talk about it? Is it like kind of like his thing? 
Should we just kind of be like, yeah, we were there, and then that's kind of the end of it? Well, I don't think you know, nothing like how- crazy happened. It's not like we're exposing people. I mean, no, I, I know, but it's like there were, a, I won't say who it is, but there were a few single guys there. Most of us were in relationships you, me, Nick, Wells, uh, a bunch of Ben's friends. You know, they're all in relationships. A few single guys, and a few single guys may have brought home uh, a few single ladies on night one. Uh, I was well, not I there guess- for it. Of course, we didn't get anything too rowdy, but I guess my point is, even you know, rowdy or not rowdy, it just doesn't really feel like it's our thing to talk about. But I mean, I guess we were there. It's just, it's just like it's like Ben's special weekend, and then here we are talking about it on a podcast. Just feel, it feels kind of, kind of weird. Don't you think? Or no? Am I, am I overthinking it? I think you might. If something happened, I'd be like, "Shut up, Dean! Don't say anything more." But seeing how, I mean, I was only so you were there for four nights. I was there for two nights. I left a little bit earlier, early because moved into my apartment. I still had some final projects to finish up in school, so I was a little overwhelmed. But I still really wanted to go, so I went on Thursday. I went Wednesday, Thursday, and then left Friday, and then you left Sunday. I mean, we went golfing. You shot an eighty-five, which was nice. I sucked ass. It was God, such because it was like a four and a half hour. I I golfed with Blake. Blake sucked. I sucked. Our group sucked. But it was still a fun day. There was a, 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 a cart girl that was going around, and they were like, let's take tequila shots. And I, you, you know, as a, as a guy, I guess a human being in general, you want to you you hang out, right? You want to blend in. And you were like, hey, if you're taking a shot, I'm going to take a shot. But in that moment, they were going to take shots of tequila. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, I just don't want a shot of tequila. What I really want is I want a vodka pineapple. So... I ordered a vodka pineapple while the other three gentlemen ordered three shots of tequilas. And when they took their shot of tequila, I took a sip of my nice and fruity and very refreshing vodka pineapple. And it was a moment where I felt very secure in myself because I realized, hey, I ordered what I wanted. I didn't succumb to the pressure because a lot of times you're like, oh, if you're taking a shot, I'm taking a shot. And then most of the times I smell tequila and I immediately want to throw up anyway. So why am I doing this when I don't want to get drunk? I don't enjoy the taste. Yay. Anyway, that's my spiel. <laughs> uh, what I started doing whenever I'm golfing and people want to take shots on the golf course, uh, the nice thing is you're outside. And the thing about when you take a shot is you're looking up at the sky and you're like throwing your head back. So you probably have like three seconds of blurred vision. You're not really seeing what's going on. And so what I've always just done is I, or what I've not always done, but I've started doing over the past like four or five months is I'll, uh, I'll take the shot or I'll, I'll say that I'm taking the shot. And as everyone throws the shot back, I just toss it over my shoulder. I've done this probably a good 10 times. And no one that there was one time I got busted for it, but it was only because the guy in the group that didn't take a shot saw me do it. And he didn't say anything. He just like looked at me and laughed. So if you ever find yourself in that situation, because I agree, it's like, you don't want to be the only guy that's not taking shots, but then it's like, I just don't want to be getting wasted on a Wednesday at 3 p.m., you know, like it doesn't it's not as appealing to me as it used to be. But that's that's kind of my method is just toss it behind your head real quick and then make your grimacing face like, oh, that was that was really hard to swallow. Right, guys. That was good, guys. Huh? You feeling it? I'm feeling it. Let's get let's shoot some golf balls now. Let's do it, boys. I know it is funny how like camaraderie amongst men is to drink. And then, yeah, so we, we played a lot of golf uh, with Jared on Thursday. Friday, you went on a boat, didn't you? Or did no, you I, left, I left beforehand. My flight left pretty early. But they all went on a boat. You didn't go on the boat? No, I. so Wells was also there. Wells and I golfed every single day. We golfed on Thursday with the big group. Friday, just us two. And then Saturday with two of other, Ben's other buddies. So we were. it was a golf trip for me and Wells. 
no. more or less. I'm good. That's good. I'm glad you were you went and hung out with Ben at Ben's bachelor party. Okay, but let's say this: Who's the bigger asshole here? The guys that go to play golf every single day, or the guy that leaves uh, two thirds of the, a third of the way into the bachelor party? I'd argue you were the big asshole because Ben knew that I was only going to be there for two nights where you yeah. were like, oh, we're going to be there for four nights. And then while you were there, you're like, well, I'm not going to hang out with Ben. At least my two nights. I was like, well, I'm here for Ben. I'm going to hang out with Ben. No, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I still hung out with Ben every day after 3 p.m. though. But where were you? You were in Rhode Island writing your research paper. Writing my research paper and just putting together my Tom Brady shrine, uh, which is coming along quite nicely. And I'm very proud of it. There may be uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers bobblehead Tom Brady. I love every yeah, second that, of it. Uh, I'm sure that red and black kind of throws off the whole blue and red uh, color scheme. No, right? it, all, it all blends in. Thank God he didn't go to the Cowboys. Now, that would not have messed with my color scheme. Uh, but like uh, Dean was saying, we do have a great episode. We have Kate Harlson coming on. Now, Kate is a TikTok user, and she's made recent news because she is the uh, girl that posted the video of her FaceTiming with Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry is Chandler from Friends. He's a little bit older. He's in his 50s. I think he's 51. And then he matched with Kate, who's 19 years old, on Raya. And they, I'm assuming, exchanged phone numbers, which is how they ended up FaceTiming. And then she posted a video of her FaceTiming with Matt Few on her TikTok, and it blew up. Because people were saying that it was creepy for Matthew Perry to be matching with a 19-year-old on Raya. I don't know. I have thoughts about this. I'm excited to talk to Kate uh, about her experience. She has since been removed from the dating app Raya because it said that she violated their terms of agreement, which is to say that you're not supposed to you know, say who or who isn't on Raya. Cause it's like a very, I mean, we talked about Raya before on this podcast. It's like a very, it's, it's meant to be looked at as like an elite dating app with celebrities and you're, nobody wants to be exposed whether you're on Raya or not. I don't know. It's a whole thing. You got to get approved to, to get on Raya. It's a whole thing. Anyway, Kate will be coming up very soon. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that, Dean? About well, what, what's your instinct, right? Which which side are you on, Kate's side or Matt Perry's side? Before we have her come on, I don't want to say I'm I'm on sides here. Okay, I have multiple thoughts, uh, and I have differing opinions about it. I think I'd like to talk to her about why, if she felt creeped out, why she, uh why she matched with him like because you know obviously with a match we i'm sure we've all been on dating apps like you have to say you like someone and then they like you and then you can start talking so i'm curious why she did that she said that she wanted to expose older men in hollywood taking advantage of younger women on dating apps um hmm i don't know i mean if it was i okay i didn't watch the whole facetime i watched like a second a second of it and it seemed like they were just playing like a game, like flirting. I don't know. Because the thing is, like, I know, like, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Dane Cook. I don't know if you you know who Dane Cook is, obviously, the comedian. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Dane Cook, let me look up his age right now. Because Dane Cook was dating a 20-year-old, uh, a 19-year-old, I believe. Um, and then he got some flack for that. So he's 49 and he was probably like 48 when he started dating his girlfriend. 
And I believe she was 19 when they started dating. And I think there was like a 20-year difference. Um, and they seem to be happily in love. And then the other one, obviously, that I thought of was Nick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, we all know Nick's, you know, Nick looks 27. The guy looks younger than us. I mean, he is, everybody talks about Tom Brady and how that dude doesn't age. Nick Viall ages backwards. That guy looks mm-hmm. younger today than he did on Andy Dorfman's season. He is a specimen. So I'm really buttering up Nick before I say that he's, you know, we all know he's 40. And then Natalie's girlfriend, who's amazing, who we love. I, I, I think she's mature for her age. She's great. She's 23, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what would we say about that? Is that well? I mean, the obvious thing is fifty to nineteen is a much bigger gap than forty to twenty. Agreed. But totally agree. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's even just listening to you talk about it kind of flipped my stance on a little bit because I was like kind of on Matthew Perry's side a little bit in this uh, in, in this case mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, yeah, it's probably a little too big of an age gap to uh, to bridge. Like, you know, if you're fifty, you should probably be getting a little closer to your age, especially nineteen. Like, if you're not over twenty-one. If you can't bring a girl on a date to a bar, that probably in and of itself is is enough of a sign that you shouldn't be dating this person. But also, like you said, like this girl had her age filter as high as, you know, however it was for it to be uh, to, to hit Matt Perry. So it's like, you know, if you're a 21 year old girl and you just like 40 to 50 year old men, that's kind of just what you like. And so it's that's like that's why the age filter is on there. So you can like do that. And so if you're a 50 year old guy and you see this pretty 20 year old girl want to talk to you like yeah i guess you get a little excited i don't know i i i i don't know <laughs> no i'm here yeah, i hear you buddy we both don't know uh but i'm excited to talk to kate about it and and, and kind of dive more into that but before she comes on uh another guy that kind of got called out on a dating app was ben affleck who sent uh a video <laughs> i don't know if you've seen this video but i forget what dating app it was i think it might have been raya as well um but he Somebody unmatched with him on Raya that he was talking to. And he, I think she unmatched with him because she didn't believe that it was actually Ben Affleck. Look at that. I just got a phone call too. Potential spam. Extended warranty. These people just do not give up. Um, so, oh, is this is this girl Naveen J? Naveen J? Naveen, I believe it is. And um, so Affleck. Okay, so Ben Affleck found her on Instagram after she unmatched with him, I'm assuming on Raya, uh, and uh, he sent a video. And he said, Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me, to prove that he was actually Ben Affleck talking to her. Uh, and people, again, there's people on both sides, people saying that she shouldn't have posted about it. It was a private video uh, that was you know, innocent enough. And then other people saying it was creepy because Ben's an older guy. She, I think, again, is 19 or 20. Uh, so anyway, that's why it's really in the news right now. Uh, but Ben Affleck also speaking about him is rumored to be back with Jennifer Lopez. Have you heard about this celebrity dating news? I'm a hundred percent in on this. Have you heard about it? Well, back to, back to the Ben Affleck dating app thing. I think that one is way less cringy than the Matt Perry one. He was just like, I don't know. I read, I saw the headline and it was like, Ben Affleck sends really creepy video to, girl that blocked him on dating app and it's like well it's not really as bad as they make it seem it's just like 
it kind of was like kind of goofy and silly in my opinion for ben to do that the I video That's yeah my take on it. i think he was trying to be funny in the video because it's like a it's like a, a close-up of him and he's like it's me <laughs> i mean i don't know but uh who the hell you're knows? a big ben affleck guy too huge ben affleck fan uh boston guy you know ben matt mock you know i support the local guys they root for the socks uh, but Ben Affleck also in the news because he's rumored to be back with Jennifer Lopez. Um, what was their name again? Uh, well, what the hell was their dating name? Oh, Be- Benlo. Benifer. So that was, my God, 15 years ago. This was before he dated Jennifer Gardner and then they got married and had kids. And now they're obviously divorced. And now he's back with J-Lo, apparently, which I am stoked about. Bring me some Benifer, you know? She just ended up breaking off the engagement with Alex Rodriguez, who, like, whatever, Yankee, could care less about. And then, you know, Ben Affleck. Because I, I love the dichotomy before between them. Like, J-Lo is this stunning, freaking badass woman who's just, like, you know, she's, she's, she's awesome. And then Ben Affleck's, like, kind of, like, disheveled Boston guy who's good-looking, but, like, I don't know. I'm in it. I'm 100% in on this. Who's had a better acting career, in your opinion, Ben Affleck or Matthew Perry? Who would you consider more successful? Oh, it's not even close. It's Affleck. Affleck is... What about... And then, and now throw Alex Rodriguez into the mix, too. Ben Affleck or A-Rod? I would, I would say, I'd say Ben Affleck. Remove your bias from this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there is no bias. Honestly, I'm removing my bias. I, I think Ben Affleck is a bigger star than Alex Rodriguez, and it has probably have had more successful career. Like A-Rod was obviously an incredible baseball player who ended up winning one World Series with the New York Yankees. But it, it wasn't like, you know, he got a lot of flack for not being clutch in the playoffs and, and you know, not being on a lot of winning teams. And he was just kind of an individual player. And, and uh, you know, he's 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 had a good post-career, you know, dating Jennifer Lopez and being a commentator. But Ben, I mean, you think about Ben Affleck starting off with Goodwill Hunting. That was in the mid-1990s. And he's been around ever since. That was 25 years ago. He's won an Academy Award. I'll say this. I agree. I would have agreed with you if uh, the new Batman never came out. Dude, he is the best Batman on screen ever. I will. This is the hill I will die on. Ben Affleck (laughs) is my favorite Batman of all time. I love Michael Keaton. I really like Christian Bale. I think Robert Pattinson is going to crush the role. But as of right now, my opinion, Ben Affleck is the best Batman that's ever graced our cinematic theaters because was he in the best Batman movie? No, the Dark Knight is the best Batman movie, but that doesn't mean that he's not the best Batman. That's my case. Well, you didn't really make a case, though. You just kind of said you just said things that were true. Well, I don't want to go too far into it, but one of the reasons why I love Ben Affleck as Batman is because I love the idea of an older, damaged Batman who's been around for like 20 years and has seen some serious stuff. You know, like even the line in Batman v Superman, he's like 20 years of Gotham. How many good guys are left? And it's so true, right? Because he's just like seen so many people backstab him or kill people and he's like he's kind of messed up in the head as you would be if you dressed up like a bat and fought villains at night and i i love that and i love how big he is in that role like he's just like this brooding human being and he's a little bit darker and damaged and like he's able to like just like break bones with his hands i'm like that is batman that is batman right there anywho that's my that is why i will I say he's, he definitely is a little bit darker of a batman than christian bale and Bale's voice got on my nerves a little bit. Oh, no, we're in hockey pants. I thought he was good, but that's well, just my take good. on it. He is good. I didn't say he was bad. But you're saying Ben Affleck is better. 
my opinion, yes. My humble opinion. All right. Wow, nobody's listening anymore at this point. Before I know, right? Before we get to break, we want to cover one more big date. There's a lot of like these crazy dating headlines, I feel like, that, that have been kind of going around lately. So uh, as I'm sure most of you already know, Bill Gates and his wife broke up. But, oh, right after the marriage. Okay, so Bill Gates took yep. getaways with his ex-girlfriend after his marriage to Melinda. Which they must be. They must have been broken up for a while because. Yeah, they were married for a while. I'm sure they've been kind of on the rocks for quite a long time and have seen this coming. What's What's your take on the Bill Gates Melinda Gates thing? I mean, I really don't have a take on it. I mean, they're just they're getting divorced. I I'm surprised this is such big news. I guess because they've been yeah, married for well, so long and Bill Gates is such a big name. But it's like it's sad. Anytime you see a divorce, it's sad. But. I, I guess I have really no investment in level in Bill Gates. Right. I'm always surprised to see uh, this might sound bad, but I'm always surprised to see people of a certain age get divorced. You know, like Bill Gates was, what, 60, 70 something years old. And yes, he's the, one of the wealthiest men in, in the world. And Melinda obviously is, is around the same age as well. It's just like once you're single at that age, you know, it just it's a little harder to reenter the dating pool, especially they, they were married for 27 years. Like. Yeah, it's not like you're getting divorced after a year and a half of marriage because you guys hate each other's guts. Like you guys, they've been married. They've been together longer than I've been alive, probably. I know. Like, I, I think about that, too. How do you change your life? You know, if you're with someone for 40 years or however long Bill Gates and Melinda were together, like, I mean, I like you said, I've been with Ashley for I've only known her for five years. And I can't like I can't imagine my life without her even in the bad times. So, I mean, the idea of just, you know, saying, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to divorce and our lives are drastically going to change after being together for 40 years. Uh, Obviously, you know, it's, it went south and I wish the two of them happiness, but like, other than that, I don't really have too many thoughts on it. (laughs) Just some other guy who's not Ben Affleck making headlines. Yeah. Listen, if it was Benny boy, I'd have all the thoughts in the world about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) All right. Well, that's that's going to do it for this first little bit of help. I suck at dating. We have uh, Kate coming in. So stick around through the break and we will uh, see you shortly. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Dean, myself, of course, and we have a very special guest on the line right now. She's been in the news recently uh, about a TikTok video that she posted uh, while FaceTiming Matthew Perry. It is Kate Harrelson. Kate, thank you so much for joining us on Help I Suck at Dating. How are you? Good, how are you? Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Did I pronounce your last name properly, Harrelson? Yeah, okay. yeah, you pronounced it perfectly. A lot of people butcher it usually. Oh, well, I'm very proud of myself then. Um, <laughs> so, Kate, obviously you've been in the news recently because you are uh, uh, you were on Raya and you matched with Matthew right. Perry. Matthew Perry is uh, the guy who plays Chandler on Friends. And he is a bit older. He's 51. Uh, and you guys, you are 19, if I'm correct. Yeah, I was 19 at the time. Okay, so how long ago did this happen? This was a year ago, like pretty much almost a year ago, last year in like May. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so why don't you just tell us the story a little bit? So you matched, you you saw Matthew Perry on Raya, and what happened after that? Yeah, so I was with a girlfriend, and I had saw the match come up, and we were like, oh, this is funny, like, oh my gosh, most people would, you know, do the same thing, see a celebrity, they match with them. And then he started messaging me and we're like, oh, this is funny. Let's just go along with it. And then he said, oh, well, we should FaceTime sometime. And we were like, first I was like pretty hesitant. And then I was like, you know what? Like, this is funny. Like, let's just do it. Like nothing bad will come out of it. Like it's harmless. So then I gave him my number and he had texted me a little bit and then called me later that night and we just FaceTimed and it was somewhat harmless. You know, we just played questions back and forth, whatnot, mm -hmm. but we just thought it was really funny and never really thought anything of it. And then a year later, the Ben Affleck girl posted the TikTok and I was like, oh, this is funny. It's trending. Maybe I should just hop on the trend, not really expecting it to blow up like it did. I have a so. question. So, so did you ever get to meet Matthew Perry face to face or no? No, he tried to hang out, but I never hung out with him. I just, <laughs> I figured I would keep it at the FaceTime and leave it at that. I mean, it is Chandler from Friends, though, so it would have been a very funny story. I guess my question is, uh, you have to have your age slider to go up that high, too. So it was still, you know, it's still a little bit of reciprocity there, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize, like, my age slider was even up, really. So when I matched with him, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. And then we had a match. But I never really, like, talked to older guys or anything. It's not really my thing. I just honestly more thought of it as kind of, like, Well, let's be honest, you, you see Chandler from Friends on Raya, you're definitely swiping right for that. Exactly. I think everyone would have done the same thing as me. So. Um, do you, how do you <laughs> feel now after posting the video? Do you feel... Uh, like it, um, do you feel, still feel like feel good about it? Stand by all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, I didn't think it would blow up as fast as it did, but it did. And I mean, everyone was like, "Oh, you should just post it." Like Ben Affleck girl's doing it, like it's fine. My boss was telling me it's so funny, you should do it. I was like, okay, like <laughs> it's fine. I still stand by it. I mean, nice. 
it was just a harmless TikTok, in my did opinion. They, and I think everyone's just taking it too seriously. I think I read in the I think I read in the article that they banned you from the dating app. Is that true? Yeah, they banned me. They banned me from Raya. It happened pretty quick after all the articles <laughs> went out. I was like, oh, and okay. So, and so, <laughs> even with that considered, you still think it? You still like don't regret it at all? Just because now it's like, you know, now you have to be on Bumble or Tinder. You lost kind of the ability to be on Raya. It's kind no, of a bummer. I, I'm, uh, it is a bummer, but I mean, I wasn't really using it that much anyway, anymore. I was kind of like, I've been on it for long enough. So at this point I had to sacrifice, you know, what I did for my Raya membership, <laughs> I guess. Is it, is it really well, strange to make a TikTok video and then all of a sudden, like you're having like these news articles written about you, uh, you know, sure enough, you're here uh, on this podcast. Like, has that been weird? It's been so weird. I really did not expect it to make news headlines like it has been. Like I've had old people, like all my old friends hitting me up, like everyone. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, even like Inside Edition tried to like call my mom and she was like, no comment. Oh, wow. <laughs> so when you said you, you, you posted the video, because I don't want to speak for you, obviously, but the way I'm I'm hearing it, it makes it sound like you posted the video and you didn't think much about it. It wasn't like you're posting it to like, quote unquote, expose anybody. Yeah, no, I wasn't trying to like expose them at all or anything. I just kind of thought literally since the Ben Affleck girl trended off of it, I was like, okay, maybe like this will get a few views like here and there, but I did not expect the backlash of it at all. Yeah. Has there been like negative, negative backlash? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, not very happy with me, but I guess that <laughs> comes with the price of hosting Max, especially since he's such like a beloved TV character. Mm -hmm. But when you say but, so when you say people aren't happy with you about it, what does that mean exactly? Like, how are how are they, uh, they just, expressing their frustration? Just a lot of like hate comments, negative calling mm -hmm. me, you know, like, oh, you're just exposing trying to get all your 15 minutes of fame, mm -hmm. which I was like, that is not my intention at all. But. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a it's a polarizing conversation to say the least, and a lot of people have differing opinions. I mean, any hate comments, those people should just. I have no time for those people. Like nobody should be. Exactly. You can have your opinions, and and you are very entitled to your opinion. But anytime you're writing hateful comments, like whether they agree with what you did or didn't, don't agree with you, like you know, there's no need for that. Um, and Jerry gets a lot of hate comments. A lot yeah. of hate comments. So I know, I know what's going on. Um, all right. Exactly. Uh, I think they're the ones just sitting on the screen board, you know, hating on someone yeah. else. So, the keyboard warriors. The have there been, have exactly. there been any other, uh, notable people that you've matched with? Then you don't have to like out or anything like that, but like, are there any other crazy stories? Not anything too crazy. I mean, obviously I've seen like a lot of celebrities on there. I mean, when Ben Affleck was on there, I saw him on there. Um, but like, <laughs> I've seen a few other celebrities, but no one like super crazy or anything like that. A lot of just like photographers, stuff like that. So I was on Raya years ago and I did not know that you couldn't um, like tell other people who are on, who's on Raya or who's not on Raya. And because, right. as you know, you have to like we talked about on the podcast, you have to get approved. Like there's this whole thing with Raya. And I saw someone that was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this person's on Raya. And I went to go screenshot it and send it to a buddy of mine. And as soon as I screenshot it, it was like 
it was like red alerts everywhere and saying like you if you you know you can't screenshot you can't say that if you do it again you're gonna be kicked off the app and i was like holy crap like all right learn my lesson never mind yeah they're really serious no screenshots nothing it's crazy which i get i guess that's kind of what you sign up for but oh do you have a like a boyfriend now or have you been dating anyone now um, I mean, I'm dating around a little bit, like here and there, seeing people more just like has it, fun. Has it, been, you know? has it been weird talking to someone that you're like interested in that's already like maybe seen your video or like <laughs> anything like that? Um, a little bit. I mean, they think it's more funny. I mean, a lot of guys I talk to are like kind of around my age, so they all think it's kind of like funny. They're on the same page as me, so it's a little weird, but not too weird. They don't really care. Yeah. Or, uh, but I've had people like message me on like other dating apps, being like, "Oh my god, I saw like your TikTok is blowing up, like that is so crazy." They're kind of like, "Just, uh, just don't do the same thing for me." Well, one of our producers' favorite yeah. li- favorite lines, Matt Perry said, was, uh, "Do you always play with your hair like that?" Do you always play with your hair this much? Yes. Kind of creepy, I guess, but at the same time, it seemed pretty yeah. pretty harmless, right? It was pretty harmless, exactly. I thought it was just funny, like the line, like everything, like do always play with your hair this much. I thought it was hilarious, but <laughs> yes, other people did not. <laughs> so when you posted it, you thought it was going to be like a funny video. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was going to be really funny. It's funny. I think I think you nailed it right on the head. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When yeah. I watched it, I I thought it was funny, but then I was reading a lot of the people commenting saying it's creepy and. You know, someone who's Matthew Perry's age shouldn't be matching with, you know, a 19 year old on a dating app. I don't know. I have I have thoughts about it because uh, I was I gave this example earlier. Uh, Dane Cook was one of my favorite comedians growing up and he's in his late 40s and he was dating someone who was 19 or 20 and they seem pretty happy. One of our buddies is 40 who's dating a 23 year old. I keep saying <laughs> poor Nick's going to kill me for saying this over and over again, but, but <laughs> oh, it's just like shit. the fact of the matter. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. As long as like you're two consenting adults and like you're, you're happily in a, in, in a relationship. Um, but it's become right. certainly a polarizing conversation. So I hope you're doing well. Um, uh, Oh yes, I am. Okay, good. Yeah. I think it's fine if you're two consenting adults for sure. I mean, obviously, it was a little weird. I think the weirdest thing was him just being like, am I as old as your dad? I was like, okay, wait, that is where it's all <laughs> yeah, <it's>, me. <laughs> kind of puts it into perspective but, a little bit. Yeah, yeah maybe I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, well, Kate, but, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. So so you're on TikTok. Where else can people find you? Um, Instagram, Twitter, um, all my handles are just Kate Harrelson. My TikTok is the only one that's different. It's, um, Kitty Nicole. So, uh, what do you, what do you usually post on TikTok? I honestly just post like random funny videos. I like to keep it fun. Um, just stuff like that. I'm going to do a few this week promoting, um, the Hills for my bosses. (laughs) So that'll be fun. Very cool. Make sure everybody listening, follow Kate on tiktok on instagram all the social media apps kate once again thank you so much for joining us kate harrelson man i said your name so properly (laughs) the first time and i just butchered it kate harrelson thank you so much for joining us thank you guys for having me of course thanks kate (laughs) 
I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, that was interesting. I didn't know where that conversation was going to go with Kate uh, because I've heard differing things. I heard that like she did it to possibly expose older men. Um, I heard that it, she thought it was just going to be funny. Uh, people saying the video is creepy. People saying that it's fine. Um, so, I mean, yeah, not to, you know, Kate made it pretty apparent that she thought it was going to be funny. She was hopping on the Ben Affleck trend and she didn't really see anything wrong with it. Um, and I, I, I tend to agree. I mean, if she's comfortable with it, uh, obviously it's just, it's two people FaceTiming, you know? And so you can have opinions about age and, and I'm not saying that I disagree with you wholeheartedly, but I think we should be able to have a conversation about, you know, um, you know, what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think there's really anything wrong with someone talking about something that happened. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like she's like making something up and like slandering Matthew Perry. It's just like, she's like, this is a funny thing that happened to me. You know? I, I know. It is interesting though. Like, should you, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Cause obviously I don't know. I don't know. It's such a, fuck. it's just a weird time. Dating well, apps. It's like, let's say in three years, someone comes out and they have post a uh, FaceTime conversation with you and them and you're being all weird and creepy. How would you feel about that? I mean, not good. <laughs> how would you, how would you feel? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not good either. I guess my point is it's like, if it's not happening to you, it's easier to see the side of like the person sharing their experience. But then if it is happening to you, you're like, Oh, why, why don't you just, why don't you just keep that quiet? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> you know yeah let's I mean? just, yeah. <laughs> why do you need to post that? Um, yeah. All right, well, we, we do have a, a listener email from Renonymous, our favorite listener, Nick Vial. He's been mentioned a lot during this podcast. Um, but I did want to talk about an SNL skit that, that happened this past weekend. So SNL was hosted by Elon Musk. Did you watch any of it? No. Did you? I didn't watch 
No, didn't watch much of it. I watched a couple of skits, though. Elon Musk is an interesting human being to me, but I don't know about his comedic skills. I, I didn't watch, but... I mean, who the hell knows? He's interesting on Joe Rogan's podcast. I've watched that a couple of times. Um, but Elon Musk hosted uh, and they did a skit about post-quarantine social anxiety uh, because, listen, this summer, it seems like hopefully, knock on wood, we're going to be somewhat back to normal to a certain extent. You know, they're talking about sporting events being full capacity, concerts coming back, mass mandates are being you know, uh, they're getting rid of a lot of them in different parts of the country. Like I'm in Rhode Island and I think the mask mandate for outside ends later this month. Now, indoors, that's different and private businesses can still dictate whether you need to wear a mask or not. But like social distancing capacities, that's all changing like and changing pretty rapidly. So SNL did a skit about uh, post quarantine conversations with people, you know, at parties and so on and so forth. And it's entitled every conversation with people you haven't seen since quarantine started. And like they talk about like Elon Musk played a husband um, who talked about how he's getting divorced and he's losing his job. Uh, it was a pretty interesting, like Kate McKinnon is a party goer saying like, did I just say I'm going to dinner again? Should I give more details or should I die? Like people just not knowing how to converse with one another, saying the wrong things, not knowing what to say. Do you think you're going to have any post quarantine social anxiety coming out of this thing, Dean? Um, I don't think so personally, mostly because I don't really, uh, I don't really have much of a social life anymore. You know, like going to Cabo for Ben's bachelor party was like the most obviously everyone like kind of had to take a big backseat for COVID restrictions and all that kind of stuff. But like that's the most I've drank alcohol in a, like probably since I was like 27. So I don't really anticipate much like going out to the bars, you know, seeing someone that you haven't seen in two years, haven't really cared enough to keep up with and then like feigning interest in their life afterward. Like, you know, I think. Um, I think I'm going to have zero social anxiety after this thing is over because it feels like, so when we were in Cabo and, you know, we were in a house with like 20 guys or whatever it was, and we were all tested beforehand. We got tested while we were there, but so that crate, like, you know, that, that made me feel a lot more comfortable. A lot of people were already vaccinated at this point, probably two thirds of the house at least had their second dose of vaccination, but I digress. Um, my point being is I think I'm just going to kind of like fall right back into the routine of things. I don't think I'm going to have any such anxiety. Like if this was last June and I hadn't seen people for, you know, three months and was still, you know, completely terrified of, of COVID and like leaving the house and wiping down every single grocery I bought, then yeah, I think I would have a lot of anxiety entering back into social norms. But I think now... I think everybody's ready for it. Everybody wants to get back to some sense of normalcy. Everybody wants to feel safe. Like, you know, I'm getting my second dose uh, of, of the vaccine this week. And, you know, my parents are vaccinated. So that's giving me a lot of sense of comfort. Um, and I just think that I'm going to fall right back into it. Like, I thought initially, I uh, like, oh, when am I ever going to feel comfortable being in a crowded bar or a crowded restaurant or a concert or a sporting event? I don't know. Now that like we're dipping our toe back in, I don't think I'm gonna have issues with it. Now, yeah, you know, I said a lot of stupid stuff before the pandemic. I'm gonna say a lot of stuff, stupid stuff after the pandemic. So that's different. That's just like me being socially awkward. That's gonna continue right on through. But in terms of like any post quarantine weirdness, I don't know. Feeling pretty good about it. 
Yeah, I think, and my biggest thing too is it's like the things that I want want to be doing anyways. I've more or less been able to do like golf. You know, I can still do like big camping trips, climbing trips, skiing, skydiving, like all that stuff that I normally did already. Like that stuff hasn't really ever changed all that much because most of it's already socially distanced anyway. So it's like I don't really foresee many issues coming from my side of things. What's the one thing that you are uh, looking forward to the least? coming back uh well it's actually kind of already started here in los angeles but the traffic has returned pretty fully that sucks i know that's kind of like a silly thing to say but like not silly at all it used to take me 25 minutes to drive up to the valley now it takes me an hour every single time so that really sucks uh i just i don't know i i don't really love how there's been so much like drama around it's like it's such a divisive topic, you know, COVID and all and the vaccines now. And it's just like I'm just ready for that all to be under the bridge at some point. You know, what 100 I mean? percent. But unfortunately, I don't think that's, you know, I just feel like this polarization and division is just going to continue, whether it's with COVID or a different topic. It's just anyway, we don't have to go down that road. But I agree with you. I want people to stop yelling at each other. <laughs> I will say that there are even like some of my friends. uh get the whole you know pandemic way less seriously than i think a lot of people would have wanted mm-hmm. and there were times where it's like we would have like a small gathering over at a house or something like that and you'd be like yeah like my roommate has covid right now and we're like what are you doing here if your roommate has covid right now we're like yeah that's you know, weird he, they'd be going to like these like 50 person raves on the beach and it's like you see that stuff on Insta- and they're like promoting it on instagram and you're like that's just such a bad look in my opinion you know like whether whether you believe it it's uh, you know, as serious as it is, or it's not, whether you think you're like immune to getting it, just like, it's not really a good luck to just like be going out and promoting all your, your carelessness in my opinion. So I'm excited oh, for that. All to be done with. Oh, absolutely. Like people, Oh, trust me. I, I, I know people who have been exposed to COVID and refuse to get tested. And it's like, are you insane? You can't do that. Like you yeah. just, you can't do that. You can't, you know, anywho, we, let's Jaylen not, and I got uh, Caitlin and I got especially pissed off, so I'll just share the story real quick. Because after after we heard that uh, this guy's roommate had COVID, we were like planning on visiting Caitlin's grandparents, like the, the, in the next two days. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Well, dude, you just like totally kind of ruined that whole situation because like now we have to go get these rapid tests. Rapid tests aren't aren't cheap. They're like 110 bucks per rapid test. So it's yeah. like you know you, you, they just essentially just added an extra step into us get, being." able to go see Caitlin's grandparents and like yeah sure maybe we shouldn't have been in there in the first place if we're that worried about it but it's just one of those things where it's like you kind of assume the people that you're going to be around are like being equally as responsible but sometimes it's not the case but I don't know like you said the mask mandates are turning off I, I know that Aspen Colorado just said you don't have to wear a mask outside anymore as of like last week um but yeah the indoor dining and all that kind of stuff too I I think I remember seeing that indoor dining and all that stuff is going to return to 100% occupancy under like, you know, mask mandates and all that kind of stuff too. So that's one thing I'm not looking forward to. I do like the social distancing inside at restaurants and not being on top of each other. I'm going to severely miss that. It's yeah, so just then, like, the wait times like, are going to go away. I don't know. Dude, you just got to use open table. You got to make reservations. What is this? Your first go around? Never even heard of that app. Shocking. Anywho, we do, do have one more. What were you going to say? I was going to say, do we want to bring Mark in to read this uh, anonymous email for us? Well, of course we do. The voice of God. Please, Mark, 
Grace us with your hey presence. Hey guys. Oh, well, Hi. You sound your mic is how are you not an on-air personality? I mean, you just your voice sounds it great, is. your mic sounds great. Thank you, buddy. Thank you got you. a face for radio. Uh, I've been told. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're a very good looking man. Thanks, Jared. You guys are too. Appreciate it. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's an anonymous question for you. How would you handle it if your partner and you do not see eye to eye in the COVID vaccine? I've gotten it. He will not consider it until there's additional information and research on long-term effects. We've been in a relationship a year and a half and have had many respectful conversations about this difference of opinion, but I'm still questioning if our values are misaligned. This was not our first difference of opinion on social political topics, but it is the first time we really fought and argued because we have completely opposite viewpoints. My question is, am I overthinking this difference of opinion or should I accept it as an eye-opener that our values may not be aligned? What would you do in this situation when the rest of the relationship is extremely solid? Mm. Jared, I, I'll let you take the reins on this one. Uh, I mean, you have to continue having respectful, respectful conversations about it. Like I, I am all for people of different values and different opinions and specifically different political associations dating because we cannot live in a world, I believe, where you can only date someone who has the same views uh, in the world as you. Cause it's just like, then, then we're, I don't know. I feel like that could really spiral out of control and, and become a serious issue. So like, I love the idea of people who have different opinions who think differently, but can like understand one another and still love each other, like still being able to have a successful and happy marriage. So I, you know, listen, you have to really, you know, figure out what's important to you and what you prioritize in a partner. Um, I would advise, like, if you got the vaccine and you want him to get the vaccine, uh, maybe try to have him listen with you to like, you know, a doctor that you guys both trust. Maybe he could go to his doctor and say, Hey, listen, I'm thinking about take, uh, you know, I don't want to take the vaccine. What are your thoughts on the vaccine? So you can get more information from a trusted source rather than, you know, just watching a YouTube clip from a scientist or doctor that you, you don't know. Um, so that would be my, uh, piece of advice. Try to go to your primary doctor, somebody that's trustworthy and get their opinion on whether he should take the vaccine or not. Well, let's make it more personalized for you. Let's say you wanted to get the, you got the vaccine and Ashley refused to get it. How would you react to that exact scenario? Uh, I would do exactly what I just told. I would, I would, I would say, listen, I think you should, you know, don't listen to me, you know, listen to, you know, your doctor, someone that you trust. Uh, and let them tell you what they think you should or shouldn't do. Um, that would be my advice. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we're kind of, we're not going through this scenario, but, but, uh, you know, I got vaccinated. Ashley has not gotten vaccinated yet because, you know, she's trying to get pregnant and, you know, there's, there's, there's more to think about when taking the vaccine. If you're trying to have a kid specifically for women, if you are already pregnant, um, but the more research that she does, the more comfortable she does, she, she feels about taking the vaccine. She's talked to her gynecologist. She's talked to her doctors and they say that she should be okay getting the vaccine. So she's going to get it now. Uh, but it, especially like, a, not even that long ago, like a month ago, she was like, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, there's, there's just, I'm trying to figure out as much as I can. It was a lot easier for me as a dude. Cause it's like, yeah, I'll just take the vaccine. Doesn't feel like it's, it's hurting me in the least. Um, so everybody's entitled to their own opinion about things. That's how I feel. Um, so I would just say, do your best. Try not to have huge arguments over it, you know. Um, 
and then just, you know, he'll he'll do what he thinks is best for himself. And then you have to figure out, you know, you have to do what's best for you and the two of you. And it's it's not easy. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I mean, I'm I'm obviously pro vaccine. I got vaccinated like a month ago, maybe a little longer. Uh, I got the J&J one and done, baby. Right so jealous. Before they were called it for the blood clots. Uh, fortunately, no blood clots, uh, you know, that I received. But. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty fortunate, I guess, in that sense, because Kaylin and I have a pretty uh, equal and like uh, similar understanding on mm-hmm. on all that kind of stuff. So it hasn't been an issue in our relationship, and she's obviously not trying to get pregnant, so we don't have to take that into consideration. But yeah, I mean, like Jared said, it's like you know, having different beliefs is kind of like required. Like it's 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 like a good thing to think different things. And I mean, granted, there are certain you know beliefs that are bad, like you know, obviously like racist beliefs are bad like that type of stuff like there are bad beliefs to differ on because like if you if they think that then they probably think a lot of other bad things too but that's kind of like the beauty and the spice of life is to be able to disagree with people have conversations about with with them about it um so yeah i don't know i agree with what jared said see a medical professional get his opinion and and hopefully your boyfriend hearing that will take that into consideration i mean there are probably doctors out there that don't recommend getting it though so hopefully the one that she does take them to is the right one to, to motivate them to get it. But, um, I mean, obviously Mark, that's, what about not, you? What, <laughs> that's not up for Mark, me to what's say. your stance on it. I, mean, I kind of agree. I don't think this is a deal breaker personally. I think it could be, I think if he, if he doesn't want to get it cause he thinks Bill Gates is putting microchips inside of him. If he thinks it's some weird random QAnon theory or something, then yes, mm-hmm. he's loony and you need to like get rid of him. But if he just wants more information, I think you let him get that more information. I think this will work itself out in the long run. If this is the only issue you guys have, I think you let it play out. I don't think it's a big deal. I agree. Mark is so good at just compartmentalizing and and concising his thoughts (laughs) while Dean and I are just like blabbing on for 10 straight minutes about like, I don't know, you don't know, I don't know. Mark's like, this is the way it is. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I've been on this earth. How old are you? 35? I am 49. Oh, you don't look a day over 35, my friend. 49 years Thanks, on guys. this earth. He's like, this is how you do it. This is how you get it done. This is what you're supposed to say. Moving on. I have found that when there are disagreements over the course of a relationship, if you if you really try and um, aggressively persuade them, they're only going to dig in their heels. Yeah, people are stubborn. But if you just kind of hang back, people just kind of are going to get where they're going to get and they have to get on their own journey to get there. Well, well put, Mark. Well put. And on that note, you know what, guys? I think it's time we get to the end of this podcast. We uh, appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you listening. Mark, I want to say one thing before you uh, turn your video off. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you in, uh, I would say, about three weeks after uh, Aaron Rodgers decides to gracefully sign with the Denver Broncos and lead us to five consecutive Super Bowl championships. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. I just wanted to say I'm excited for it to happen. Um, okay. I, I think you can get a little bit of excitement out of that too, because you know, you're going to let the Broncos win a bunch of Super Bowls. So he'll be back in green Bay in the fall. I said it today, <laughs> May 10th, 2021. We'll see. We'll He's see, definitely not going friend. back to green Bay. He's Anyways, Jared, thank you so much for co-hosting this with us. Uh, big, uh, just final apologies to you guys for missing the deadline. Well, not our deadline, but usually we air over the weekend and obviously we weren't able to do that this week, but thanks for sticking with us anyways, because that's just, that's just great. Big thank you to Kate Harlson for joining us. Um, what do you guys think about the, the Kate and Matt Perry thing? So if you, if you want to have any thoughts on that, email us at I suck at dating at iHeartMedia. 
com. It's always good to hear what you guys think. And thanks to Anonymous, uh, Ben Affleck, and Bill Gates for just giving us stuff to talk about. Cause, nice, ooh, good content. Lord knows we need it. We need it. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Jared? I'm good, buddy. I'll see you next week. Yeah, maybe we'll suck a little bit less. Follow Hell by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause <sighs> celebrate the end of your workday with the melt in your mouth magic of a keebler sandies this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by ernie and the keebler elves so as another busy wednesday flies by make the most of your me moment take a pause and enjoy a keebler sandies Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.